Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 720 on the great WRKO, Jeff Cooner, Boston's bulldozer. 617 266 6868 is the number. Uh, if you're hearing Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, that's uh, Harvard University. I just, uh, that's Hamas University, as Dave Portnoy has so aptly uh, termed them. So now Claudine Gay is under withering pressure. Alumni, donors, very wealthy donors are now saying she has destroyed the image of Harvard University. She has now made it a cesspool for rabid Jew hatred and anti-Semitism, but they're opening it up now. They're saying it's not just the anti-Semitism, it's diversity, equity, inclusion, that she is a pathetic mediocrity, that she has hired pathetic mediocrities, and that she is destroying the institution of Harvard. My question to you, should Claudine Gay be forced to resign? And don't let the door hit you on the way out. Or, on free speech grounds, should she be allowed to say, forgive me, should she be allowed to stay? Should she be allowed to say anything that she wants, including excusing, justifying, and essentially apologizing for Nazi, Hitlerite views espoused by these pro-Hamas students and protesters on campus. 617-266-6868 is the number. Is calling for the genocide of the Jews. A right that students have... Or is it something that is so despicable that no civilized community should tolerate? 617-266-6868. Lines are loaded. Mark in Medford. Thanks for holding, Mark, and welcome. Good morning, Jeff. How are you doing on this miserable Monday? Very good, Mark. Very good. (laughs) First, I want to answer your question. Yes. She should be fired immediately, like you said yesterday. But the next question Elise Stefanik should have asked Miss Gay is, okay, so according to you, Miss Gay, if I said to you here today, or if I was one of your students and I happened to bump into you in in the halls of Hamas University, okay, and I said to you, well, you only have your job because... You're a woman, you're black, and an added bonus, you're a lesbian. But according to your conduct here today, that's the only reason why you got your job, because it's very evident that you do not seem qualified just by the, the, the conduct of your actions here today. What would she think about that, Jeff? Or would she oh, say, you... well, it all depends on the context. But 
No, you'd be gone. You'd be fired. You'd be fired for being uh, um, um, homophobic, for being a sexist, a misogynist, and for being a racist, according to her. And she would say she felt threatened by you. You're a bully. This is harassment. Mark, you'd be gone. You would be gone so fast. I'm telling you, Mark, you couldn't believe it, how they could throw you and get all your stuff out of your dorm out so fast. You're like, how can people move this fast? Is at warp speed. She wouldn't say you have the right to say that. She wouldn't say you have a First Amendment right. It depends on the context. Well, you know, did he? How far did he? You know, how close did he come to me? Did we go nose to nose? Could I feel his breath on my face? She wouldn't have said anything like that. That's why she's the biggest liar and hypocrite on the face of the planet. She really is. 1,000%, okay? But, see, what they seem to not realize is that people can actually say those things without being, quote-unquote, homophobic. It's just my opinion. That's why you got the job. It doesn't mean I'm homophobic. It doesn't mean I hate black people, and it doesn't mean I hate women. I just say that's the reason why you got the job. But you being those three things doesn't scare me. You're using it to your advantage, and it's wrong. Oh, you're dead on. And it's more than wrong. You're right, but it's more than wrong. It's, it's destructive. That's what we're seeing now. It's destructive. And, Mark, it really is reverse racism. It's bigotry. It's, you know, they keep going on about racism and bigotry and sexism, and it's all them. I mean, do you know how many... I mean, this is the point Bill Ackman made. How many incredibly qualified candidates have lost their jobs or not been hired at Harvard? I don't I don't just mean her job. Literally, professorships, uh, administrators, researchers, because they had the wrong skin color? They work hard their entire life? They study like crazy? They're the most competent, qualified person? They make so many sacrifices to be the best? And because they're the wrong gender? or they're not gay, or they're the wrong skin color, and I don't just mean they're white, Asian, Indian from India, you could go on, women, but they're not gay, they're straight women, and they're like, no, I'm sorry, we're not going to hire you. But just, we don't care how good you are, we're just not going to hire you. He says what it's done now is, it has destroyed Harvard, and it has destroyed countless lives. And he's completely right. Claudine Gay must go. 732 on the great WRKO. Jeff Cooner, Boston's bulldozer. 617-266-6868 is the number. Okay, uh, pressure is building now on Claudine Gay, the president of Hamas University, Harvard, to step down. Um, we'll see uh, if she can survive this week. Liz McGill, the president of UPenn, uh, another Ivy League school, was forced to step down, resign uh, a couple days ago over the weekend after their shocking testimony in front of Congress in which they refused to condemn not just anti-Semitism, but to actually say that the call for the annihilation, the mass murder and extermination of the Jews is unacceptable and violates student code of conduct.
According to them, it does not constitute bullying or harassment. It depends on the quote-unquote context. So my question to you, should Claudine Gay have to go? And more than that, have you lost all respect for our so-called elite universities? When you get a look into their warped, sick, twisted minds and how they think and the kind of people they hire and promote, I don't know about you, but do I want to spend two hundred and fifty, three hundred thousand dollars over four years and put my child in debt or put myself in debt? I don't think so. And then you turn out like a Claudine Gay or a Liz McGill. I I'm good. I'm good. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. Tom in the great state of Ohio. Thanks for holding, Tom, and welcome. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, Stefanik, Stefanik was a pit bull. I got to give her a lot of credit. You know, they deflected, they they spun it, and she just stayed right on them, right on them. So kudos to her. Oh yeah, she does. She was phenomenal. She did a great job, Tom. No, to me, what is disturbing, and I don't know if you've seen this or not. But Saturday Night Live did a recent skit on the testimony of those three university presidents of MIT, UPenn, and Harvard, and they weren't making fun of the presidents. They were making fun of Stefanik, the, 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 the hero in all this, the, 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 you know, the good guy, the good gal, and all, the one that stuck to her guns, as you put it, a pit bull, and exposed them. For the haters, hypocrites, and charlatans that they are. Tom, I want you to listen to this and uh, and give me your reaction. This is Saturday Night Live on that anti-Semitism hearing. Listen to who they're making fun of. And it's not the woke presidents. No, 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 no. Roll cut one. Mike. I'm going to start screaming questions at these women like I'm Billy Eichner. <laughs> Anti-Semitism, yay or nay? I'm sorry, what? Yes, Arno is calling for the genocide of Jews against the Code of Conduct for Harvard. Well, it depends on the context. <gasps> what? <laughs> that can't be your answer, you pen lady. Same question, yes or no? Well, we are serious about stopping all forms of hatred, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia. <laughs> The second one, MIT lady, chance to steal. And keep in mind, if you don't say yes, you're going to make me look good, which is really, really hard to do. I mean, Tom, I mean, this is beyond disgusting. This is Saturday Night Live in New York City. And they're circling the wagons and they're defending those Jew haters against the one woman that exposed them? Ay, ay, ay. Tom, what do you say? No, Jeff, it's art. I mean, they have their creative side. So, I mean, why are people upset about something like that? I mean, come on. I mean, it's honestly, it's not even funny. You know what I mean? Like, I'm listening to this. I'm like, you think this is funny? It's not even funny. I'm being sarcastic. It's just, it's all disgusting. And you asked the question before about, you know, the pervasive nature of this wokeness, the DEI, 
in, in, in a lot of universities, it, it's completely disgusting. You know, Jeff, there is a cornfield uh, college here in Ohio, a law school, where they fired and frog-walked a law professor, Professor Scott Gerber, for dissent. Dissent became his dissent against DEI. He defended Clarence Thomas. Dissent became bullying and harassment. The guy lost his job 12 years as a law professor. Look it up. Ohio Northern University in Aid, Ohio. Because he was vocal about DEI initiatives at that university, the police and the security frog marched him out of his class. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Well, Tom, I don't know, just to reinforce what you're saying, I don't know if you heard this one. This. You, please, all of you, look it up because you're going to say, Jeff, 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 come on. There's no way this happened. George Washington University, Tom, their medical school, their, me- their school of me- medicine, yes, medicine, they held a huge conference about what's happening between Israel and Gaza. And this conference, I swear, was sponsored by the Anti-Racism Coalition. So they had their uh, professors of medicine, doctors, weigh in on how Israel is committing war crimes against the Palestinians and how Hamas was justified to commit the atrocities of October 7th and that Israel is occupying stolen land and that Israel needs to be wiped off the face of the earth. This is at George Washington University. And the comments everybody was saying were, what the hell does this have to do with medicine? What does this have to do with health? What does this about have to do with you being a good doctor and the best patient care that you can deliver? Like, What does anti-racism and health care, this DEI what, and critical race theory, what the hell does this have to do with producing good doctors and good surgeons the answer none nothing but that's what they're imposing on our universities so it's gonna i swear it's gonna get to the point where we're gonna have woke idiots as doctors who are gonna come in and say jew are you a jew do you support israel well if you support israel i'm not gonna treat you hold on you support you like clarence thomas hold on you're a Trumpster? You support... I'm not treating you. <laughs> you know, you may need open-heart surgery, but I'm not going to do it. Tom, I'm telling you, this is like a cancer. It's like a virus. And it's metastasizing, and the more it spreads, the more destruction and havoc it wreaks. It's disgusting, Jeff. It is just disgusting. And the, the, the Jewish people... You know, they can't be both the oppressor and the oppressed. So I think a lot of people look at them as they can't be oppressed because they're the oppressor. They're aligned with the West. They're the most successful country in the Middle East. So how can they be oppressed? Tom, thank you very much for that call. I really appreciate it. 617-266-6868 is the number. Jimmy in Dorchester. Thanks for holding, Jimmy, and welcome. 
I consider Harvard a hellhole to the United States, and I want to make three points that involves China, Warren, and COVID. Can I respond to them, Jeff? Yes, China, go ahead, Jim. With, with, yes. with all of its money and influence over the years, I would say it's probably a trillion already with all the contributions that China made on the influence in Harvard. Number two, Warren. Remember when she came a couple of years ago? She was back in the PLO. She had brought PLO spokesmen at Harvard, and they were promoting the PLO. And uh, students were questioning her on why she was doing She had protests, but they, she was allowed to make her point. She backed the PLO. Number three, covert. Remember at Harvard, there was a professor. He had a million-dollar bail on his head. He had Chinese students that were communist soldiers. They went to the airport with vials that they were taking to Wuhan. One got arrested, one got away. But the other one is uh, he had a lot to do, this professor, with Fauci. So question mark, were they involved with the lab in Wuhan, Harvard? Oh, I think there's no question there was a connection. Uh, there, there's no question uh, Harvard was involved. Some of other elite, so-called elite universities were involved our research and development. Look, they've been infiltrated by communist China. And it's the communist Chinese that want to spread this woke ideology, this diversity, equity, inclusion. Why? Because it teaches you to hate America and to hate each other. And they're succeeding. 749 on the great WRKO. Jeff Cooner, Boston's bulldozer. 617-266-6868 is the number. Okay, Claudine Gay, the president of Hamas University, and Harvard certainly does hate Jews. Uh, Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports, 1,000% correct. Listen now to Congresswoman Elise Stefanik grilling Claudine Gay. This was last, I believe, last week in front of that congressional hearing on anti-Semitism on college campuses. This is right after she went after Liz McGill, the UPenn president who now has been forced to resign over her comments. Claudine Gay, it was obvious, they came in with talking points, all three of them. The president of MIT, Harvard, and, um, and Penn. And they were going to toe that line no matter how absurd ridiculous and frankly idiotic they sounded roll cut three mike will any disciplinary action be taken against students or applicants who say from the river to the sea or intifada advocating for the murder of jews as i've said that type of hateful reckless offensive speech is personally abhorrent to me when no action will be taken what action will be taken when speech crosses into conduct that violates our policies including policies against bullying harassment or intimidation we take action and we have robust disciplinary processes that allow us to hold individuals accountable what action has been taken against students who are harassing and calling for the genocide of jews on harvard's campus we have robust what actions have been taken i'm not asking actions underway I, i'm asking what actions have been taken against given, those students given students rights to privacy and our obligations under ferpa i will not say more about any specific cases other than that processes are ongoing in other words nothing 
They've done nothing. Nothing. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, these have been documented cases, corroborated. Stu- Jewish students have been confronted on Harvard campus prevented from going to their classrooms, being told that they're murderers, that they're uh, colonizers, that they're Nazis, that they should be ashamed to be Jewish, that they've been threatened and menaced, uh, receiving death threats. Uh, They've been harassed in libraries, harassed in classrooms. Classrooms have been disrupted. As I said yesterday, they could even let students, forget Jewish students, all students, they're, they're not letting them study for their final exams. They keep coming in with their stupid bullhorns and chanting, death to the Jews, death to Israel, down with Israel, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Not one pro-Hamas, Jew-hating, rabid anti-Semite has faced any disciplinary action. No one's been suspended. No one's been expelled. No one's even been slapped on the wrist. She's done nothing. Literally nothing. And I'll tell you why. Because she agrees with them. Deep down, she agrees with them. That's why they all look like such buffoons in front of that committee. Because all radical leftists hate Israel. All radical leftists support radical Islamists. Because they see two enemies in the world. America and Israel. And they believe you topple both, you topple the West. Listen now to Stefanik saying, whoa, 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 whoa. You mean to tell me you've got student groups all across Harvard holding all kinds of demonstrations and protests saying Jews must be exterminated? Annihilate and kill every single Jew? And that doesn't violate the student code of conduct? Are you kidding? Roll cut 3A, Mike. And Dr. Gay, at Harvard, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. What's the context? Targeted as an individual, targeted as, at an individual. It's targeted at Jewish students, Jewish individuals. Do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them? Do you understand that dehumanization is part of anti-Semitism? No. <laughs> she doesn't care. Because in their view, the only good Jew is a dead Jew. Let's... This is the 1930s all over again. Who are we kidding? Listen now to Stefanik tell Gay and McGill and uh, the president of MIT, Cornbluff, all of you should resign in utter shame and disgrace. Roll cut 3B, Mike. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? 
anti-Semitic rhetoric when and it crosses into And is it anti-Semitic rhetoric? Anti-Semitic rhetoric when it crosses into conduct that amounts to bullying, harassment, intimidation, that is actionable conduct and we do take action. So the answer is yes, that calling for the genocide of Jews violates Harvard Code of Conduct, correct? Again, it depends on the context. It does not depend on the context. The answer is yes, and this is why you should resign. These are unacceptable answers across the board. Of course. What do you need, a ton of bricks to fall on your head? She's completely right. Look, to me, how this woman still has a job, that's what I want to know. And the Boston Globe should be ashamed of themselves. The New York Times, the Washington Post, this is CNN. The uh, MSNBC, the local left-wing liberal media in Boston, who continue to circle the wagons over this obvious anti-Semitic racist fraud that is Claudine Gay. They should be ashamed of themselves. So, here, I'll flip it. You mean to tell me that if a neo-Nazi organization on campus or a white a KKK or white supremacist organization on campus called for the annihilation and murder of all blacks, that Claudine Gay would stand there and say, well, it depends on the context? Well, I don't know. I mean, are they actually lynching black students? Are they? I don't know. She's a liar. She's a fraud. She's a hypocrite, and frankly, she's an imbecile. And ay ay ay, this is the president of Harvard? We're in deep trouble. Deep trouble, my friends. Spare, save yourself, save your child a ton of cash. Don't send them to any of these so-called elite universities. Send them to a good quality school. Give them a good trade. Give them a good skill. Save your money, man. Because you're paying for the privilege. They're going to turn out like a, a freaking Hamas terrorist. Your child comes in normal, and then they come out and say, Death to Israel. Death to America. Death to the Jews. Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar. You're like, Junior, what the hell happened to you? Four years at Hamas University. That's what happened to you. Ed in Worcester. Thanks for holding, Ed. And welcome. Good morning, Jeff, and thank you for taking my call. My um, pleasure. Yeah. Um, hi ho, hi ho. She's gotta go. Go, go woke, go broke. They the the liberals double down every single time. I hope and pray that the board of governors or whatever board nominates and hires the president of all these universities. They need to go, too. It's just not one person. They need to take the other power structure people down who sat, voted on that, and hired these people. Liberal, liberalism is a mental disorder, and pretty soon we're going to have pilots that recruit the way Harvard does. Do you want to get on that plane? I won't. Oh, you're dead on. And you're, it's by the way, they're 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 imposing critical race theory seriously into flight schools. You are going to have pilots now. They're trying to make them quote unquote uh, woke and race conscious doctors. 
I'm not really doctors, medical professionals, researchers, surgeons. So I'm going to have some crazy woke doctor or woke surgeon perform on me and judge me by the color of my skin or my politics. Like this, this is poison. This stuff, if we, it's cancer. If we don't root this out, our society's finished. Like, you cannot survive with the Claudine Gays and the Liz McGills uh, of society. You just can't. You can't. No, you're, you're completely right, Ed. And the committee that hired her, they got to go. The, the board of trustees, they got to go. And, you know, as Bill Ackman pointed out, the big hedge fund guy, he goes, do you know how many hires under Claudine Gay you've had at Harvard? How many incompetent faculty, professors, staff, administrators they've hired? And literally, they're just checking boxes. Look, you know, as Bill Ackerman said, I'm a hedge fund guy. I've hired a lot of qualified minorities. I've hired a lot of qualified women. I've hired a lot of qualified gay people or lesbians or whatever. I don't hire them because they're black or because they're a woman or because they're gay. I hire them because they're the best person for the job. At Harvard, it's the exact, and, and others like MIT and UPenn, and frankly, most colleges, universities, frankly, many workplaces. It's the opposite. It's all diversity, equity, inclusion, DEI. That's what it is. It's you hire them because they're black, because they're a woman, because they're gay, preferably all three. So it's like, are you qualified? No, but oh, checks this box, checks this box, checks this box. And this is what you end up getting. This is what you end up getting. An imbecile, a left-wing imbecile. Thank you for that call. I really appreciate it. 617-266-6868. I mean, the woman is so dumb. No, really. Even Stefanik is like, look, just say yes. What are you, stupid? They don't want to say yes. Because if they say yes, then they have to turn on Hamas. They have to turn on all of these radical left-wing students, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, that have infected all of these institutions. And they don't want to do that. So they want to play stupid. Well, okay, you want to play... You want to coddle Jew hatred and anti-Semitism? You want to deliberately turn a blind eye? Don't come crying to me now. 617-266-6868. If she survives, I'm telling you right now, here's my prediction. If Claudine Gay or Sally Cornbluth, and I'm going to get to her soon, the president of MIT, if they survive, Harvard and MIT will not survive. Harvard will not survive Claudine Gay. I'm telling you right now, she is going to blow that institution sky high. They're going to lose their federal funding. They're going to lose tens of billions of dollars in alumni funding. The donors are going to pull all their money, and Harvard's reputation will be in the mud. 617-266-6868. Rebecca in Boston. Thanks for holding, Rebecca, and welcome. Good morning. Rebecca, how are you? 
I'm good. I just want to thank you like so much because you're like one of the only voices. I mean, I'm not even kidding. One of the only voices that actually, you know, stand up for Jewish people lately, like, um, you know, on TV, on radio. Like, I just feel like there's an underlining like anti-Semitic. I don't know. I just feel like people value or just value like different ethnicities, you know, more than Jewish people. And I think like these universities run on Jewish people and I like in their money. And I think eventually like this is actually going to like work out for the better. because People are going to see not only how anti-Semitic people are, but like how much they need the money from the Jewish people. Rebecca, I want to play a couple of clips. Please don't hang up because you're a Jewish woman. Uh, I want you to hear this and I want you to react to it. Okay. Now I'm going to switch from Harvard temporarily to MIT. Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Sally Kornbluth is their president. She was also part of the three presidents that testified. She gave the exact same answers that McGill and Claudine Gay gave. Well, because on MIT, MIT actually may be the worst of all three. They're occupying buildings, Hamas supporters. They've assaulted Jewish students. They've threatened Jewish students. Jewish students are literally now not leaving their dorms. Uh, many of them have been beaten. They've been assaulted. It is, it's, it is the 1930s. What you're seeing now is a resurgence of the 1930s. Cornbluff refused to say, oh, no, if you call for all Jews to be exterminated, that's okay. It depends on the context. This is a Jewish student from, actually, she's half Afghan, half Jewish. She was an undergraduate. She's now a graduate student at MIT. Rebecca, I want you to listen to her. This woman should be running MIT. I'm serious. I know she's probably, what, 25, 26? Regardless of her youth and relative inexperience, she would do an infinitely better job than those three clowns. Listen to her. She is describing what life is like as a Jewish student at MIT. To all of you out there, please stop what you're doing. You need to listen to this. Roll cut five, Mike. I am the daughter of a Jewish mother and an Afghan Muslim immigrant father. I am the proud president of the MIT Israel Alliance. And I am a Jewish student currently immersed in an extremely toxic anti-Semitic atmosphere at MIT. The MIT administration, namely President Sally Kornbluth, has failed to address the crisis of rampant anti-Semitism on campus. Hmm. Now, Rebecca, please listen to this. What rampant anti-Semitism on campus? Because remember, they all testified, well, if this leads to concrete actions... If this starts affecting individuals, then we're going to step in. Really, huh? Okay. Roll cut 5A. Mike. There is a radical anti-Israel group at MIT called the CAA. In recent weeks, the CAA's anti-Semitic rhetoric has shifted the culture on campus to such an extreme of intolerance that 70% of MIT's Jewish students polled feel forced to hide their identities and perspectives. An Israeli student whose identity and personal info was sold online for a bounty has not left his dorm room in weeks out of fear due to death threats. For my part, 
I was forced to leave my study group for my doctoral exams halfway through the semester because my group members told me that the people at the Nova Music Festival deserved to die because they were partying on stolen land. So now they're being told you deserve to be killed? You deserve to be exterminated to your face? To the point now that you got Jewish students now afraid to leave their dorms? They're taking away, they don't want to wear the Star of David. They don't want to wear their yarmulke. They're being openly accosted, harassed, some of them assaulted and beaten. Now, listen, this one, this, this, this is a mind bender. Listen now to this, this one. Oh, roll cut 5B, Mike. After a postdoc at MIT said that Jewish Israelis want to enslave the world in a global apartheid system. He falsely claimed that Israel harvests Palestinian organs and implied that the, quote, average Israeli is a Nazi. The DEI officer of his department replied by telling us that nothing he said was hate speech and that the organ harvesting conspiracy theory was, quote, confirmed. Ah, uh, uh. So the, the, the guy that heads up the uh, diversity, equity, inclusion office says, yeah, of course Jews are harvesting organs. Yeah, every Jew is a Nazi. Yeah, where's the hate? It's all true. One more cut, Rebecca. This poor student now describes what life is like for her personally. Listen to this. Roll cut 5C, Mike. Day after day. The MIT administration has failed to enforce its own rules on anti-Semitic actors, such as the interfaith chaplain intimidating Jewish students, DEI staff publicly declaring that Israel has no right to exist, faculty dismissing student concerns for their safety by telling them that if they are scared, they should just go back to Israel. CAA protesters blocking the hallways, storming the offices of the MIT Israel internship offices and harassing the staff and faculty there, and inviting dangerous outsiders to campus to join them in yelling hateful and violent chants. This is the same climate of anti-Semitism that has led to massacres of Jews throughout the centuries. This is not just harassment. This is our lives on the line. It's the 1930s all over again. And this is not happening now in some other country or other continent. It's happening right here. And not just here in the United States. In the bastions of liberal opinion. Right here in our so-called elite universities. That's where it's all taking place. Rebecca, this is beyond disgusting. This is beyond despicable. This to me is a shame. On the Democratic Party on the left, and on liberals. And I'm urging, Rebecca, you and every single Jewish American, you need to speak out now before it's too late. Yeah, I've been speaking out all over the place. I've been talking to people. I mean, I've been very, very vocal about this. But I want to say that's, like, so shocking to me. But, like, I swear it's, like, it's not. Because, like, my, like, I have personal family members that I don't talk to over this because like people are being so brainwashed. Like it is just, it's the propaganda out there is so bad on social media. Like you have no idea. You just have no idea. And like people are just buying into it. Like, like this whole ceasefire thing, like they are just, they're calling Israelis and Jewish people murderers. 
because they think they're they don't want a future. Rebecca, can you do me a favor? I'm up against a hard break. I want to continue this conversation. Rebecca is a Jewish American who now says she feels isolated and ostracized in her own country. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.